Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with with gumption with me jebediah oh. <laughs> this is the podcast where we talk about what? time holes should there be something that sounds more like mike i i know that zach has been really really like slacking on his duties lately but have we really gotten so out of control that even a ghost possessing one of our normal hosts can be the host of this thing now <laughs> i Mm. Wait, did we determine that that was my backstory? I thought that was just one of like a number of possible options. <laughs> I don't like the joker like that. No I one can really know what happened to you for like a month now. Clearly, I need to get back in here and get a, a hold on this shit. Luke, you did. Luke, did you not read the like latest lore packet we sent you? No, I didn't. Luke, you I, need to get a hold on his stuff. Like I you? threw it in the. F- yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah, so sure, here's okay. what happened. Uh, like, d- did you fall down a time hole? <laughs> Zach chased Mike to um, like an acid factory thing, and then mm-hmm. like Mike fell into a vat of acid and became Jebediah. That's what happened. That's Each- happened. Yep. I don't think that's what happened. I don't yep. think that's what happened. No, I'm pretty sure there were more time holes involved in what happened. Like yeah. at least at least two right, more. I've time heard holes. at least three origin stories for this terrible bit so far. <laughs> What's your favorite? That sounds about right. In any case, I'm Jebediah, and let me introduce the rest of our posse. Jesus Christ, you're actually going to do this the entire time, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean... And that right there is Luke! Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was Luke. Also, that might be where we lose him. <laughs> also joining us is Joel. Yeah, so, um... Yeah, I didn't prepare a bit because I don't have the f- mental fortitude to hold through it the entire episode. These things go long, guys. That makes a lot of there's sense. No, there's no bit, you guys. It's just Jebediah. Oh. Yeah. I'm just Jebediah. You sure are, buddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let's also meet just Simone. Kia. I am a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. <laughs> We've also got Emily. Howdy, partners. Ugh. And also joining us for the first time, and we didn't explain to him what was happening. <laughs> no, it's you Ryan. Hey, I, uh, this is my first podcast appearance. I think it's going extremely well so far. Yeah, you picked such a good one to be on for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> a, a part two is always the f- best 
like place to step in also. Absolutely. Yeah. Ron, I'm really sorry that we couldn't get either of our usual hosts, Mike or Zach, on, but Jebediah <laughs> kindly set to the plate. I don't. I believe in Jebediah. Uh, I think he can do it. <laughs> well, well, thank you so I like much, how, Ryan. I like how Ryan has been a part of Teenage Mutant Attitude for all of two minutes and is already more on board with this than Luke. <laughs> so, no. Because <laughs> Luke said. Now, Ryan. I've never hosted before, but I was under the impression that when a new guest arrived, although I didn't get to do this because Zachary is an asshole, (laughs) but I was under the impression that when a new guest arrives, they get to tell us about their history with the Power Rangers. So why don't you go ahead and fill us in? Oh my god. Alright, let's see. I didn't really watch Power Rangers when I was a very little kid. Um... I don't remember exactly why, for some reason, I refused to. And then I did watch a little bit of it later when it was on Toon Disney. It was on uh, Jetix, that block. Now, what season of Power Rangers was that at that point? I mostly saw some uh, Ninja Storm and Dino Thunder. I still didn't really watch it regularly. And I um, think I saw, like, just that few minutes of that one episode where Zach was on a date in the movie theater with Angela. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so so they still replayed like Mighty Morphin yes. during the Jetix era? Yes, they did replay uh, some Mighty Morphin then. Was it like the was it like the uh, the like the re- oh yeah version? the reversioned yeah I bet it was. I think they played it normally first, and they played the reversion when it got to that. Okay. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Well, all right. Anything else? Yeah, later I watched um, RPM and uh, got into Sentai, so I've seen a few of those, including Die Ranger, but I don't remember any of it. Nice. All right, well, well, that sounds fun. <laughs> now, of course, it's time to start the episode with our customary news segment, <laughs> Ranger Roundup. Hold on. <laughs> yes. A, yes. A, no, B, <laughs> Jebediah, I, I do have some questions. We, everyone had... Everyone had explained to me what your origin was, but you didn't actually speak on it. Are you, are you from the past, or are you just an asshole? <laughs> Parquet no los dos. I mean, that's a good <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be polite to our guest host. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Why not? Why are you being so, I mean, like... he did step in the host when no one else would do it. I'm just yeah, trying to exactly. understand, are you actually from the, the cowboy times? Yes. This, we we spent yes. the whole part one trying right. to establish this and, like, couldn't do it. Luke, he's from a cowboy times, and that's the most we can say. Okay. I just... Just, his I'm understanding of modern technology is human history. weird Follow and up. inconsistent. Are are you a, your own person or are you a ghost? I heard you might be a ghost. Is that the case? <laughs> now I never said anything about being a ghost. That was pure speculation okay, on Joel's part. Okay, so you're part. just like a guy from cowboy times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes and no. I am from all times and everywhere. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just Jepediah trying. is. Yeah, that's. I, I think that about sums up my origin. He, I mean, he, he doesn't understand where the car is, but he can operate Skype and Netflix I, and knows where the TV is or something. I, it's weird. I'm just concerned that if you're from Cowboy Times, you're gonna shit yourself to death in about five <laughs> minutes like everybody from Cowboy Times did. And I don't think that's gonna be so great So how's that gonna be any different from a regular episode of this podcast then? I mean, we... No, I mean, no one dies from their <laughs> cholera and uh, dysentery usually on this show. Hey, you don't know. Are you sure you know what happened to Zach? I guess not. 
I'm taken aback by by Mr. You know, um, more than great fury, uh, Luke here, uh-huh. and, and you know, never never stops the bit. Luke here, right? Is just so incredulous that Jebediah is guest hosting. That's because this is a bad bit where my bits are genius. <laughs> oh, Luke, okay, the bit okay, shuts okay. down. Okay, okay. okay. I want to play some bits, the, Luke. The, the, the kung fu fondue well, that, one was genius. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. And also, that's a separate podcast. Don't cross the streams, Emily. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to y'all. Y'all, it's. Can, can we do the Ranger Roundup now? Yes, yes, I, Forgive us. Can't wait. We're, to we're in polite. The, the Ranger Roundup. Sorry, Ranger Roundup. You don't need to forgive me, and Emily does not speak for me when she apologizes. <laughs> <laughs> I never said I did, Luke. <laughs> There's actually a lot of Power Rangers news right now. There's been plenty of announcements. There have been new comics for Boom Studios announced. Something about, like, an evil Tommy from another dimension is going to be reappearing or something. Do or you other. have, like, a DeLorean? What's your deal? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing here. Listen, time holes. Time holes. Okay, do, this, this do documentary want- that we're discussing. Is all about time holes, right? Part all one times that, like the time, there's one time hole in this one. Like, how are you? Okay, but they there's pop more up, than but one they pop time up hole anywhere Luke. at any time, Luke. Yeah. No, well, Jebediah, No, we're we're getting to the bottom of this. You were born. What era were you born in? <laughs> You're I making some remember. assumptions here, Who Luke. Who says he was born? <laughs> what do you mean you don't remember? He could be trapped I'm in a time warp. I've always been, and always will be. Okay, so now you're sort of, you're some kind of immortal demigod. Like, are are you Q? Are you Q? If you're John Delancey, I you have to tell Q. me. That's the law. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you that I am no letter of the alphabet. You're definitely not John Delancey. He'd be way better at this cowboy accent. Um. He probably <laughs> would be. Now, okay, now here's the thing. If I he's mean, been existed at all times, I'm sure that accent has gotten diluted by a billion other accents at this point. Then why is it still Thank distinctly you. cowboy? Because that's what the net sum of all human accents becomes. <laughs> You're saying that every accent in the universe across the continuum of time averages out to a bad cowboy accent. Yes, yes that is my <laughs> theory. Yes. In the utopian future uh, where all human cultures are intermingled together, we'll have the cowboy. Accent. That's you know, the just one do remaining the fucking accent. I don't care anymore. <laughs> All right. All right. So there's a whole bunch of stuff about the Power Rangers 25th anniversary. If you're immortal, As- why do you care about Power Rangers? <laughs> Go, like, explore the, the suns this is- of distant galaxies. He's Listen. done that. It's oh, boring. Power one. Rangers is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm really just about, you know, Sticking to to what we do on podcasts. I'm trying to work with you here, but every two seconds I think of another reason this is dumb. (laughs) Luke, listen, you're limited by mere mortal, uh, like, considerations, (sighs) but, like, (sighs) Jebediah has seen everything. He knows that cowboy accents and Power (sighs) Rangers are all that life has to offer, so he's here now to talk about these things. Jebediah works in mysterious ways. Well, if that's true, then I'm just gonna go hang myself. Oh, Luke. Come on, play with us well, here. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Okay. You know what? I give up. 
Okay. Eric, just just add it in a blurb about all the Power Rangers news that's going on. We're just gonna move. No, on. no, it's no, 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 Saban has announced that there's going to be some 25th anniversary of Power Rangers, you know, celebration stuff, as if 25 years is a significant amount of time, but whatever. <laughs> uh, it is tentatively titled, You've Got the Power. It's going to involve a special 25th anniversary of Power Rangers Super Ninja Steel. This follows up their 15th anniversary uh, theme, You've Got the Touch. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a reference. <laughs> I caught that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's also a celebration with uh, streaming people. I don't know what you really call them. Some people on Twitch, they're called Hyper RPG. They're going to play a Power Rangers-themed game. That's nice. You don't know that streaming people are called streamers? That seems like an easy leap to make, though. Uh, I believe they're called influencers. Oh, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Oh, that, that sounds bad. You probably ought to take something for that. Anyway... Uh, there's all them news with them comic books, and uh, there's supposed to be more announcements on uh, what I, be- I believe the 21st of October, which is when you, the listener, are going to hear this episode, because it's going to fall through a time hole. That's not, no, we're just going to take some time before we release it. Yeah, time, time hole to the future. <laughs> the audio files are going to progress through time linearly. You don't know that. If you say so. They, ha- they have 111 times so far. Yeah, you know, this is a little different to Vidaya's hosting. Uh, yeah, you haven't been here for a few episodes. You don't so know that. I, he doesn't understand time the way you and I do. It's it's mm-hmm. weird for him. I will point out, um, well, point out. Uh, I will just add that they also announced a handful of toys or like merch things. Mm-hmm. Um, the most notable ones that I've seen are they're doing a reprint of those old um, action figures where like you could swap between the like. The Ranger helmets and their heads. Oh yeah, I didn't know they made those with the Power Rangers. I thought I, I know there's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ones, but oh yeah, I had I had one of those Power Rangers ones. Yeah, I remember like everyone having those when I was a kid. Oh, and uh, those so are they're, great. They're doing a, yeah, they're doing a new run yeah. of those, and uh, they're doing a White Ranger uh, helmet. Cool. Nice. Okay, well, it's nice that they have some for the White Ranger, and it's also nice that they've built a toy that can simulate fluctuating your waveform in the time hole stream and the morphing grid. <laughs> yeah. In any case, it's important to teach things about teach kids about these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, time holes are dangerous. Yeah. If we don't, if we don't teach the kids about time holes, who will? Right. It's very important. Y'all ready to talk about Power Rangers? No, I want to yeah. circle back to the part where you said you're here <laughs> against your will. <laughs> no, right? we're not. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the thing keeping me here also prevents me from explaining it. No, I, I, I don't know if I can move past this. Is it? Is it's a it very Zach? convenient curse. Are you some kind of genie that like Zach is bound to do his will for him? Oh no, 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 no! If anything, I've gotten my vengeance against Zachary, and that's why he's not here. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, what? he, I he did, ex- Luke, you you missed last uh, week, but he did explicitly tell us he was here for vengeance. Mm-hmm. Oh. Against Zachary in particular. <laughs> oh, well, that's... Okay. 
Walrat, Wild West Rangers Part 2. We open on Angel Grove in the past. Again, I'm, I'm trying to stick to no, terms I'll understand, because like, the Zed past is a nebulous now. concept. Mm-hmm. They changed the name. It's Zed and Readable now, according oh, to Boldar. Citizens, your masters want to welcome you to your new town. Wasting away again and Zed and Readable. That's important. Margaritaville? The Zed, Zed and Readable. Yeah, yeah. yeah Zed that, will, and that, that, that reference will come up. I yeah, was, they get to that later. I, I was four lines into a Margaritaville parody, and then they <laughs> it turns out they didn't do that on accident, and I just threw all my I notes know. in the fire. Yeah, no, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, I was very upset. Well, you, you can't be subtle about your references to uh, our ender, elder god, Jimmy Buffett. That angers him. All you right. have to be explicit. I'm not... Uh, Mike, I'm trying to play with you on this bit. And <laughs> Mike's not here. Getting it harder and harder. Mike's not here. What are you talking about? Mike, Michael said he was very busy. He gave me a message this morning. I'm sorry. He's just very busy today. And Chip and I had to take over. So normally with improv, you want a yes and. There is a form where you can do a no but. This is more of an or else. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, uh, Kimberly tells the Rangers' ancestors to Amscray, mm-hmm. and then uh, challenges Goldar and the Cactus Man. Willie's very reluctant to leave. I think I, I think Willie's got a little bit of crush on Calamity Kim here. It oh, seems yeah, like he absolutely maybe does. A bit. Yep, he's like grabbing her hand. Like it's it, no, <laughs> it, it, it just wasn't done in those times. Unless he's never seen a woman's ankle before. Right? Yeah, much le- right. much less a navel. All right. And then uh, Goldar taunts Camberley some, and then we cut to the moon present, which is very important because it's distinct from the earth present, because it's on the moon. That, yeah, <laughs> that is a distinction. My sweet, after we crush old Angel Grove, we'll rewrite the past and delete the Power Rangers. And once we destroy them, my darling, the world will be ours for the taking! <laughs> <laughs> Also, for some reason, they seem to have some degree of knowledge of how things are going within the timeline of the show in the past. Well, Zed can look for time and space. Yeah. Right. But the, the funny thing... But, like, but he's following the action at the exact same rate the show is, which is right. very convenient. Right, if he can look into the past, why doesn't he look a little less far into the past and see that this doesn't work? <laughs> right. Because that's not <laughs> how time holes work. He, he says, I, after okay. we destroy old Angel Grove, well, you are after you've done that right yeah, now. Yeah, like... Right. <laughs> I feel like the the moon has come unstuck in time or something. Um, yeah. Well, it's it's more that human language is insufficient to properly describe the mechanics of time. Mm. Well, why don't you try? Why don't you explain to us a little bit more about time physics, Jebediah? Since you're obviously <laughs> Not what an I'm here to him. do. <laughs> well, I know, but this case, is kind of a freeform show where we just go off on tangents sometimes, and I think this would be an interesting thing that listeners would enjoy. So why don't you just really get in deep in the physics of time travel <laughs> for us? <laughs> All right. Well, when you fall down a time hole, mm-hmm. you end up in time. Now, what exactly is a time hole? <laughs> it's a hole in time. This week, okay. the role of Scott Arkerman will be played by Luke. <laughs> and how are you defining time in this in this situation? Because it sounds like it might have a slightly different definition from the, the traditional human one. Ryan, I need to apologize to you right <laughs> now for this being it. your introduction to the audio entropy <laughs> experience. It's all right. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah, we're not giving Ryan a chance to speak. How do you feel <laughs> about this scene in this episode with, where Kimberly decides to morph? 
Um, good. I think it's all right. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. All right, great. So we've established that. So let's get back to this physics discussion. You usually have so much to say on Twitter. Sorry, I, uh, I'm not used to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're not, oh, you're not used to being accosted by a cowboy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> now listen, I'm like I'm not the one doing the accosting right now, young man. By a cowboy Doctor Who. <laughs> he could be a ghost. That's it's it's about as close of an approximation, I guess, as you can get to what I am. In any case, uh, Kimberly fights a bunch of putties who are dressed as cowboys, and it's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Do you get reincarnated yeah, as other genre tropes? Like, are you a gangster guy sometimes? No. Oh, okay. You're just always. If if I did, why would my name be Jebediah? Well, I mean, that's just a name. So I actually, I actually have some things to say about this scene. If yeah, I can. okay, sure. Okay, um, I guess. So the last time the Rangers were sent back in time, they were unable to morph, even though it's been established yes. that Zordon has been on Earth for you know millennia. But for Kimberly's, like, I hope this works. Here it goes. It's morphin' time. Pterodactyl. <laughs> it's time for showdown. <laughs> Well, we'll see. This time it's because Kimberly fell in a time hole. The last time an evil wizard did it, and Mm. evil wizard time doesn't quite work the same. Right. That makes sense. I I disagree, but okay. (laughs) And I mean that's that's consistent with what we see later. That the Power Rangers isn't playing along. Joel, you're listen. He's an expert. Experts can get stuff wrong, Luke. Yeah, but you don't have the grounds, you don't have any basis to disagree with them on this. You have no credentials. Okay, okay, so let me lay out my concern. Like, okay. the method of being sent back in time shouldn't impact anything, because the issue isn't you've been sent back in time, it's that you are in another time. Jebediah, let Kimberly's... me feel this one. <laughs> Clearly, the nature of the the time portal created by the wizard was one that was like a hole through the morphing grid itself, and therefore she was... Tommy was removed from the grid, or not Tommy, the, uh, the non-Tommy Rangers, removed from the grid in a way that disabled their more phenomenal abilities. Whereas Kimberly fell through a natural phenomenon, which maintained the grid stability. Now you're getting it. <laughs> well, it didn't, because uh, Zordon has an amazing line later that mentions issues with the grid stability. But well, I, yeah. the, the, the bulk, I, I, can, I can accept the bulk of your argument. Can you what accept the skull? skull of my argument? Well, no, the skull <laughs> of your argument is what I'm rejecting. Well, speaking of those fellers, we cut to their ancestors mm. breaking out of the jail. Right. We see Bulk squeeze mm. his way through some bars, but Doc Skullovich just kind of... So, we I guess, don't really see what he did? I guess One-Eyed Bulk is very strong, or that's made out of rubber. Right. Well, it... Like, yeah, that the, was weird. The, there was a b- weird period of rubber bars in like the, <laughs> the old ways that didn't last very long. But he bends the bars <laughs> like they're nothing, but only to a certain degree, and then he gets stuck in them. Like it, you can't have it both ways. It's very weak bars, but very strong wood that holds them. So, yeah, sure. As we know, human genetics repeats every seven generations. Right. Then we <laughs> therefore we established that a lot. Therefore, one bulk is identical. To the present day bulk, right. who we know to be incredibly strong. Is that why time? Is that how time holes work? That you can, they can only drop you exactly seven generations ago in increments of that. Well, no, no, okay, no. That's just a lucky coincidence. But the other yeah. important thing about the the genetic match or whatever is this means that one eyed bulk also has clown magic, which is why 
They right. can have it both well, ways. Yeah. He's strong enough yeah, to I open guess, the bars, you know, that's true. but only in a way that will be funny. Yeah. All right. I stand corrected. Yep. <sighs> Happy in a lavas episode, Luke. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> In a case, he gets stuck in the bars, and then Doc Skolovich pulls him free, and then they see the Pink Ranger. This is one high-tension holdout! Did we come all this way just to dose it all with her? Come on, let's go! It's your move, little darling! Enough talk! Let's go! You're finished! Buddies, go! It's you who's finished! <laughs> fighting them putties, and they're just like, what the Sam hell is happening there? Mm -hmm. And then, because... I mean, okay, wait, 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 wait. You're making up your own old-timey things they say when they specifically say, what in tarnation? Yeah. And Skull says this is just Plum Loco, so he's had some time south of the border, I guess. I still love Doc Skullovich, by the way. He's, like, the best. (laughs) Pestball and Skull are very good, in my opinion. The... The fact that I assume Jason Narvi specifically is like, okay, I I love old westerns. I'm gonna do this like legit. Well, he was also <laughs> so good like the one that put the most effort into the colonial times one. Like, right, he, he's he the just... one that puts the most well, effort yeah, no, into he's... anything on this show. Well, that's because that's because yeah. he's a stage actor. Like, but he's like a good actor is the thing. <laughs> but like in, in this one we mentioned last week, like he's specifically doing a Doc Holiday thing, and like, like he knows the like. He knows the part he's playing here very well. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you that's something he brought to the role himself. Uh, I was going to say, too, um, like, speaking of good actors, Kimberly's not that great in this one, but that's I think it's because the movie's shooting's still going on, because she seems exhausted in the, like, the tone of voice she that's has. That's possible. This is episode like, 51 of 52 in that season, also. The, right. The, She's just like, I can't believe... Uh, I'm, I'm in the cowboy times? Okay. This what? is like, this is like going in on, on a year of like putting out an hold episode on, a week. I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna... Hold on. Okay. She's very tired. It's morphin' time. <laughs> going for a time warp can take a lot out of you. Time hold, yeah. rather. Right, well, let's, let's, in not, case, let's not do a time warp again. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Thank you. Thank- oh my god! I'm glad. I'm glad that's what brought this whole operation to a halt. <laughs> it was very good. <laughs> well, in a case, uh, Camberly does a shitload of flips. <laughs> Really? Please share with us! Yeah, right. Sonhan, please be there. And then, uh, teleports away to go find Zordon. And then, because, again, genetics is cyclical and your ancestor will always be exactly the same person as you are, One-Eyed Bulk decides that he needs to figure out the Pink Ranger's identity. (laughs) Nothing comes of it, but it's just, you know, it's worth noting. Did we mention that they repeated the exact same fucking eyepatch gag from the from part one a second time. Yeah, I mean, they do. also you There's say not much nothing of a comes of it, but I disagree. Well, I think something comes of it. I think someone <laughs> comes of it. Yeah. Wait, what? We'll get to it. Yeah, we'll. Oh, I, I know okay. what Luke's leading up to. Yeah. I, I was um, going to say too that uh, of course Kimberly backflips away because as you know from media, when you're backflipping, you're invulnerable. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yes. she was yeah. she was taking it's advantage of invincibility frames. frames yeah, that's sure. a dodge attack. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I'll I'll take your word for it on that one. Why is that the one thing you don't know about? <laughs> yeah, it's, well, I didn't get the time Jebediah warp has thing never either. played a video game, but he knows all about time travel and internet and Skype and everything. So okay, and the fuck, Power Rangers. Fuck, fuck the fuck the mechanics of how Jebediah works. Can we talk about old timey command center, please? Yes, yes. I mean, okay. Here's the thing. Yes, that's amazing. But listen, I I acknowledge I wasn't here last time, so maybe you guys just got used to it. You do have an immortal time traveler that knows all the secrets of the universe, and you seem incredibly incurious about it. Well, he doesn't know it. all the secrets. He doesn't That's know that backflipping gives you invincibility frames, clearly, which is common just... knowledge to us regular people. Okay, so what I learned last time is his knowledge is wildly inconsistent and not yeah. guaranteed to be reliable, so... Also, Luke, this this show isn't about learning about the secrets of the universe. It's about Power Rangers. That's what we're going to talk about. I... <laughs> I agree that that's the general purpose of the show, but I think this might be a special case. Well, you're nope. wrong. You can talk. You can talk to Jebediah in your own time. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, uh Luke. Y- yes, Lucas. Yes, sir. Lucifer. Nope, not that one. I assure you that my lapses in memory and confusion. Mm-hmm are just the natural consequence of being a time-hopping immortal man and have nothing to do with, let's say, someone being actually pretty bad at improv. I'm not <laughs> accusing you of that. I don't know why you'd bring that up. That's suspicious in itself. Why would I bring what up? Now I think you might be an imposter. <laughs> Luke, Luke, we don't know what he did to Zach. We don't want it to happen to you, too. Oh, Jesus. That was just a really good him, point. I'm s- okay, so he's, so he's murdered Zach, but also he's being compelled <laughs> to be here by somebody. We don't know, we don't know what Luke, he did. Luke, keep in mind the time of, like, year that this episode's going to come out. I think we might be stuck in some Halloween-y b- spooky bullshit. I mean, this seems less like a, a spooky movie and more like a bad one. <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of... that. Uh, that's those not, are not mutually, mutually exclusive. exclusive in any way. <laughs> yeah. <you're> right. <laughs> in any case, uh, to Joel's point, we cut to Old West Command Center. <laughs> I'm so glad they did that. Yep. yep. What the hell is that? It's so it's, bad. It's, it's just, still it's under like construction. It's Frontier well, Command Center. Right, yeah. Like, Zordon, <laughs> Zordon and Alpha had just, like... Planted roots here, and so they have some lean tos put put up to you know get a little shelter from the wind. They 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 had that first concrete cylinder put down, and then just two shacks well, attached to well, it. Well, see, they they rode that <laughs> cylinder across the west. Yeah, okay. And like that that that's the wagon they're starting with, and they're building onto it. <laughs> it's just cactuses that they get rid of later too, because those are just there. There were um, there were just cactuses everywhere in the old west. That's how it works. Right. They were yeah. just right. Eventually, they had to tear them all down for resources, but you know. <laughs> Alpha went out there with an axe and just brought the the cactus back in to build the rest of the command center. <laughs> yeah, Wait. yeah, no, exactly. The command center is like fifty percent cactus. It's like the peasants in Warcraft. That's what happened. I, I think the shacks there as like a as like a, a cloaking thing. Like they're trying to blend in, so they put like shacks you know, onto the actually, command center. That's a good point because that kind of concrete <laughs> construction would be very out of place in a frontier village. Maybe Alpha <laughs> created those cactuses with his plant magic. Oh, that's right. He does. He is a plant wizard. I forget that. That, yeah. that, that thing is very, very avant-garde uh, architecture for the era. Like I'm pretty sure the postmodern movement that led to its design hadn't. 
been invented yet, so it's it's post well, post, see, post 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 here's postmodern. The, here's the thing about postmodernism, Simon. It's actually one of the oldest art forms that uh, Zordon perfected <laughs> like ten thousand years ago. Right. Okay. So it's so it's actually the most pre-modern. <laughs> My theory about shacks is that the trials of nine are really hard to beat, and I haven't you know really won any matches in it oh yet. Oh My God. Nice pull, I mean, Luke. <laughs> really, when you think about it, in a world wherein time holes exist, there's kind of no such thing as chronological order. Right. I mean, there right. there is. It's just relative. More, if you say guy, so. More, guys, 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 guys. More like chronological disorder. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, let's move on. Alright, so Kimberly, in there? Kimberly gets to the command center. Zordon, intruder alert! Zordon, it's me, Kimberly! Ay ay ay, a Power Ranger! Zordon, I'm from the future. You made me a ranger so I could help fight Lord Zed and Rita. Ay ay ay, Rita and Zed, where? I'm picking up a recent disturbance in the time stream. It seems you were accidentally swept into a time hole. And she has to explain who she is to Zordon because, you know, he's never met her. Okay, here's the I thing guess. though. Zordon is stuck in a time warp and has very inconsistent knowledge. To be fair, Zordon does not look surprised. Alpha surprised. Yeah, that is that's is true. It's almost as if Zordon's face is not capable of expressing well, surprise. That's the thing. Zordon's never well, surprised. Like Sometimes he says the thing he's feared most has happened, but otherwise he kind of just pretends like he knows what's going on all the time. The thing I feared most has happened. A Power Ranger came to our command center in this era. Right. Like, he... I feel like Zordon, after the millennia that he's spent, like, trapped in a tube with a fucking child robot... <laughs> Um, has kind of perfected the art of bullshitting your way through pretending like you know what's going on when you literally never do. Right, yeah. He does, I do love Zordon's just stare at Kimberly, like just silent mouth closed, just, mm. <laughs> What is this? Okay. Hmm. I feel like on some level he probably really resents that a Power Ranger came to his command center without him summoning them to his command right. center. I think that they should have remembered that Zordon himself is trapped in a time warp, and he should have been like, oh, hey, Kimberly. See, I wish they would play with that stuff more. Yeah. Well, in any case, Kimberly explains to Zordon and Alpha that she's from the future, and she needs the power coins so she can find Goldar and the putties, and the, the Cactus Man. We mustn't forget the Cactus Man. Mm -hmm. How could we and forget the Cactus Man? Yeah, and then Zordon says, well, you could take four of them, but don't take the pink one, because you're already using a pink one, and as we all know, as we all learn in grade school... <laughs> Too much pink energy is dangerous. Jebediah, where'd you attend grade school? <laughs> you know, I think I actually learned that too much pink is dangerous in school. Maybe not grade school, but like, I don't know, some classes in high school, maybe. That, that sounds familiar to me, it's been a while. Now, Luke, uh -huh. it'd be a little hard to explain because my grade school isn't so much a where or even a when. Mm -hmm. It's really more of an isn't. Okay, well, I, I mean, that does sound difficult to explain, but I, I'm, I'm a pretty smart guy. Try me. <laughs> well, we don't want this podcast to last forever. In any case, oh, it always does. Really don't worry about that. Let's just. I want to know more about no, your school. No, no, moving on. We're moving on. Dude, I, I am still the host, and we're gonna just we're to just gonna move you on, better. Luke. We're just going to move on. I just on. want to know more about you. And maybe Luke, are you trying friends. to get killed? <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Luke, I, I feel like you're invading my personal space a little bit. No, not, I mean, how, how could that listen, possibly I've, be? Listen, I separate... just met you. I literally just met you less than an hour ago. Yeah, and I'm asking you a this basic get-to-know-you question. How... I was going to do that joke. And I'd rather you didn't. So, Alpha, after Kimberly mentions that, you know, monsters are attacking Angel Grove, Alpha pulls it up in the viewing globe and is like, oh, shit, she's right, Zordon. Which leads me to ask the question, what the fuck do Alpha and Zordon in this era do with their days? Yeah, that's a good question. They just hung out. It's like, eh, it's not Power Ranger time yet. We can just chill. Like, I mean, in their defense, in their defense, the normal goings on in this town are probably super, super boring. But they have that fucking alarm that goes off when there's like evil monster activity going on. Like, right, well, yeah. they were that they silenced that because it kept going <laughs> off every time a squirrel was crawling around outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, Rita's fair. still in her dumpster on the moon. There's probably nothing that requires our attention. We can just keep building that command center, and yeah. Then it happens. Well, Alright, in any case, Kimberly takes the coins, the, uh, the other four coins, Back to the ancestors of the other there's rangers. A, and there's try- a weird bit here where she acknowledges Rita having the green power coin at this yeah. point in time. Yeah. I don't know why they threw they that in that. there or why they cared. Because they want to establish why, because they showed the, the past Tommy character. They want to show that he's, you know, he doesn't get to be a ranger. But right. they also demonstrate that he doesn't need to be a ranger. So, well, you sure. know, that's pretty, which is interesting that we'll bring up later. But um, so, like, do y'all think that, like, this is why the current rangers are the power rangers because it's already happening and he's like hey i made those guys rangers i'm gonna make their descendants rangers oh wait uh i don't see uh abraham alicia's and rocco's uh descendants here yet oh i guess i'll pick these other three guys right and also kimberly's not descended from a ranger if we take that hypothesis that's true right but right but she's grandfather paradoxed in but she, no, wait. Kimberly didn't breed in the past, as far as we know. That's only no, Tommy. No, see, see, the the, the why, Kim, why, why Simon, Kimberly's a ranger? I'm making a joke about grandfather clauses. Come on, yeah, God. I, I, I got oh. it, Joel. Okay, oh. but see, the why Kimberly's a ranger is because she did this. So Zordon knows. Okay, I made her right. a ranger because she's because she already is a ranger. Right. Right. Which is essentially the grandfather paradox. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very good joke, Joel. I'm sorry I didn't catch it. Also worth bearing in mind that you don't have to make you don't have to make adjustments if a coin is already attuned to someone's ancestor because as established ancestors have identical DNA to you. That's just how genes <laughs> Every work. Every seven 100%. generations, don't let right? anyone tell you otherwise. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but there's still four other coins. I know exactly how we're going to use them. Calamity Kim, we thought you were buzzard bait. You all right? I'm fine, thanks, guys. Are those monsters really from the future? Unfortunately, yes. Well, then how are we going to get rid of them? I was hoping you'd ask that. You cut back to the present, or what you folks call the present in any case. And <laughs> What do you call the present? I, I mean, we don't call it that. It's 1994. It's the I was going to say, it's technically our past. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's the contemporary time of the show. Yeah. And I think Wait, we can am just... am I not in 1994 right now? No, 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 you're no, 2017 right now. You know, yeah, I oh, really, really wish me. it was. <laughs> you <laughs> fucked up, and you were really holding back from telling us about the internet this whole time, but we already know all about it. So Because we're using it right now <laughs> yeah. to talk to you. <laughs> no, that's not it. I just, I did a bad job. Don't worry about it. Oh, that's okay, case, Jebediah. Uh, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. 
we're having case, such a hard uh, time finding people to do a podcast with in 94 and now like <laughs> you thought you were so lucky to have found us turns out we're in the yeah I, I, mm, we're, we're I in what will be known as home. the podcast era of wait, wait sorry no say that again no I'd rather not <laughs> no no <laughs> please, please, I, I need to decide to talk over you. Please say what you just said. <laughs> what, I, what I was saying, what I was saying is that Kimberly now takes the coins. You had a chance to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Do you live in the 1990s? Is that your era? I'm, I, I, th- I think Luke is hearing things. <laughs> let's, let's, that, let's move on. That just throws a monkey wrench into everything now, because why are you a cowboy if, if you're from the 90s? We've, well, we've established, established that. Yeah. He's from all times, so cowboys is just the, the mean average of oh, every yeah, okay. accent ever. I, I I wasn't talking about 1994. Okay. okay. I'll at least explain that. Okay. In any case... <laughs> Actually, I have another question, Jebediah. Being no, being... too bad. You've asked me so many fucking questions, <laughs> and you're moving on. Jebediah's getting angry. Calm being, down. Being such an omnipresent, omnichronological being as yourself, it's, it would be weird if you could only speak English. So, like, Simon, you speak French, right? To have a conversation with him in French. We can get a multilingual <laughs> oh, sure. bent on this podcast for once. No, Come on, no, Luke, Luke, French is not a real language. Ah, uh, you in got me. Case, okay, that's true. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> There must be some way to know what's going on in the past. Zordon, is there anything that you could think of that would help us? I may know of one way. Alpha, set the viewing globe to pick up chroniton particles. Chroniton particles? I've never heard of them. Chroniton particles exist outside the space-time continuum. So if we tune into these particles, we may be able to receive images from the past. Alpha, let me help you with the adjustments. Thanks, Billy. I'll need it. Kimberly takes the coins to her ancestors and starts to try to explain to her like I don't know Miss Kimmy, we ain't heroes When I first got my power going I thought that too But you guys, you gotta believe in yourself Abraham, Miss Alicia, William, Rocco We're the only ones that can stand between Lord Zed and the destruction of this earth Well I'm in, me too Alright I knew I could count on you guys. And uh, I need you to take these coins well, and like. I think she. I think she them. explained some of that already because she kind of filled them in last time about mm-hmm. like Goldar and Zed and Rita and all that stuff. Yeah. Because okay. like when they when he shows up, one of them actually acknowledges like, "Oh yeah. wait, is that Goldar?" Ew. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, in any case, uh, we don't see them more for anything yet, but they agree or to ever. do it. Well, cotton. They, yeah, yeah we suppose. don't we don't see them more if they just have done it at some point. Right. In any case, uh, we cut back to 1994, and Billy's got some mm-hmm. kind of scanner thingy. Whatever, it's bullshit. It's just a dumb prop. I mean, that's, that's not like how saying, time scanners work. That's just work. like saying Billy is present. How do you time scanners scene? work? I already told you, you've reached your limit on questions. I, listen, I... Now, now, we see that they are watching Bulk and Skull's well, ancestors, and they make note... Now. They make they make note of the basic fact that ancestors repeat. Zordon has to explain it to them. I'm really surprised. I thought these kids were in high school. Well, but in they, any still, case, they still act like they're in kindergarten, basically. It's a weird thing about the show. So they don't know about basic time travel concepts. I think they meant. I think they fell through a mental time hole. I mean, they literally well, that, did yeah, several episodes ago. <laughs> right? Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, we see what One-Eyed Bulk and Doc Skullovich are trying to do to discover the identity of the Pink Ranger. 
How do you intend to find out who the pink stranger is when I bulk? Easy, Doc. With this divining rod. You use a divining rod to find water, not people. Well, that's the beauty of it, Doc. People are 90% whoa, water. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Apparently, Doc Skolovich just keeps a, 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 a dousing rod in his pants. Uh, yep. mm, you say pants, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, book, whatever his oh, dumb name is, throws to. Doc's coat up ball. over his head. And uh -huh. then we get a close up of Skull just like making a very surprised face. He pulled that dousing rod out of his asshole. <laughs> yeah, no, that seems to be the clear implication. I yeah. can't deny that. Which I'm shocked that they went with that in this show, but that's clearly what they're going at. Well, I mean, let's think about it. The way that thing is shaped, he wouldn't be able to walk if it was just in his pants. It would be like holding his legs straight. No, like, and that's why he has such good posture, because that thing then was going fine. right up. <laughs> and it's got this, like, wide... Because it's, it's a dowsing rod. If you're not right. familiar with that, listeners, it looks like a Y. Yeah. But apparently that went yep. all the way up. Yeah. <laughs> apparently... And it's as big as, like, his midsection is, so that's interesting. Oh, yeah. No, you could see that in the back of his throat when he talked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, that is human anatomy, as I understand. <laughs> yep. Perfect human case, anatomy. Yep. So, the dousing rod actually does something in this world for some reason, and right. drags both forward. As it does in all worlds. I mean, this this is a world in which magic exists, Simon. Let's like right, okay, yeah. I I do like the line here where they're did we mention like they're trying to find it? Yeah. Uh, they're trying to find people and and skulls like how would that help? And he's like, well, he, humans are ninety eight percent people or something, and then goes <laughs> off. Humans, humans are ninety eight percent people, as far as I know, Emily. I don't know if I agree with that. Jimmy, what Listen. percent people are you? <laughs> are not, oh shit, the number people, fluctuates. God damn it, I get so many wordos. No, Emily, that was amazing. <laughs> so many wordos. No, yeah, he, he, he says humans are 90% water, explains which is that a divining rod finds water. When right. I bulk says people are mostly water. Right. And then the rod activates and it pulls when I bulk into a trough. Bulk forgot to factor in is that water is 100% water. And 100% yeah, right. is more than 90%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, people weren't great and at then, math back in the old West days. Now, my favorite, my favorite bit of dialogue in the this episode of this documentary is when Doc Skulovich asks One-Eyed Bulk what the water tastes like. How does it taste? Ambrosia. Nectar of the gods. Yeah, I don't understand this part at all. <laughs> I think it's a time-lapse dig at Zack. What? How? Because uh, he uh -huh. fucking hates the taste of water. Oh, uh, I see. Wow. It just like 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 Bulk uh, sarcastically says it tastes like ambrosia, and Skull just looks off into the distance and goes, ah, "Nectar of the gods." It's so good. It's I such love a strange Skull moment. So much. I love it's, it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even saying I dislike it. It's just strange. I it feel like strange. I feel like that had to have been an ad lib because I can't see the people who wrote Mighty Morphin Power Rangers coming up with any of that. Right, see, right. What, what, what's weird about Doc Skullovich mm -hmm. or Doc Skull, whatever he's called, right. is that um, he's like 
supposed to be like Skull, so he's like this like idiot comic relief character. And he does a lot of the things that Skull does, but, but he's he also shown to be intelligent. Right. Yeah. Like he's not stupid like Skull. But he acts like Skull still. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So Black Skull. Yeah, yeah Skull's a secret genius or something. Oh, okay, sure. Well, I forgot about that. Jebediah, this isn't a question about you, so I hope I'm allowed to ask it. But you keep calling this episode a documentary, and I'm... Uh-huh. You saying Power Rangers is real? Or are you just saying are, that this is an education... Are you saying it's not? Okay, alright, that answers it. Okay, never mind. It's fine. <laughs> so, no, it's fine. what I'm wondering is, like, this is the second time in two episodes that uh, one eyed bulk has fallen into a trough. Did did did, Bert, did cakes used to be troughs? Is that what happened? The trust become well, cakes think, at some point? I think, I think the reason Bulk is specifically attracted to cakes and other pastries is because in the era he's living in, um, baked goods are both plentiful and a constant source of humor. In the right, Old okay. West, they were less plentiful, um, yeah. so a lot more like slapstick stuff would probably be based around water, because water mm-hmm. was an easy thing to get. In so the we're desert, just lucky there's yeah. no manure around here. Which again, there should be. There should be yeah. human manure. It should just be a twenty-four hour seven shit fest. That's what <laughs> which the is West what was one like. thing Back to the Future got right. Yeah, yeah. I oh, I so pray- is, this, is that is this episode an homage to the actual Old West? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> well, it's a documentary, as we've been told. No, no. I mean, this episode of this podcast. It's a shit fest. Oh, I see. Oh, I see. I see what you're doing. In any case, uh, we have a few more quick cuts where some. Stuff we already discussed happened, like stuff being explained to the rangers and so on and so forth. And then we get a putty fight with Kimberly and the Ancestors. And the Ancestors, they haven't morphed yet or anything, so they're just, they don't have martial arts. They just kind of have cowboy slapstick powers. Right. Which, as we all know, are the most powerful form of fighting. I mean, they yeah. do seem pretty I don't effective know that. here. Is that yeah. common knowledge in the multiverse or whatever? Well, yeah. I like especially uh, um, Abraham and Alicia here. You know, a little dance thing. It's cute. Yeah. they. He hasn't done it much lately because he got, like, good at real fighting, but Billy kind of does a lot of that sort of, like, clown. Yeah. Almost not as good <laughs> as Jackie Chan, but that type yeah. of fighting. <laughs> yeah, just imagine that um, David Yost is just like, oh, I gotta do that shit again. Oh, yeah, okay, I'm used to it. <laughs> right. I mean, he's good at it. He does a good job at it. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of like, oh, golly, I better try and move, but I'm baiting these guys anyway, even though I'm just trying to get away. Man, I still really love the how the putties are like dressed in little bits of old west clothing because like they all just it's, it's a really lot good. like it's a lot like in like Player Unknown's Battlegrounds or other games where you drop in with nothing after to collect stuff as you go. Cause like yeah. one of them will just be wearing chaps, another one will be like have a vest on and like they aren't fully outfitted. It's just whatever mm-hmm. they happen to be able to steal from like NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In any case, it's a really fun putty fight, and then after it ends, Goldar appears, standing on the gallows. Yes. I do love this attention to detail, because this is the second time travel story in a row, wherein someone dramatically stands up on the gallows to speak at people. Anytime the Power Rangers travel through time, they feel the need to remind us about executions, which is cool. Well, it's it's a nod to the well-known fact that time holes are powered by the souls of those executed by the state. Oh, God! No, that's oh, awful. God. Sorry, what? <laughs> that's why I've never seen one, because there's, there's no death penalty up time here. Time holes are made of people. Well, yeah. D- didn't y'all know that? No. No, no, I no we didn't. I guess not. No. I, if I'm being honest, I suspected. 
<laughs> well, in any case, it's too bad we already hit the question limit, so I can't elaborate. In any case, <laughs> the white stranger appears, wait, wait, hold, and hold Kimberly's on. real happy to see him. Well, you said I hit the question limit. I don't think anyone else did. Well, no, there was, a, there was, there was, a, there was, a, there was. We all shared the pool of questions, Luke, and you just hogged them all. Thanks. Oh, I see. Well. Last okay, time Ryan, someone, it Ryan, was awfully yeah. inconsiderate of you. Ryan, what'd you say, what were you going to say? Hey, last time someone stood on the gallows, I remember you specifically mentioned they did not put the noose there. There is a noose this time. Oh, there's a noose, yeah. You can see it. It's it's hard to deny it's, the fact that yeah, no, people have died there. It is swaying behind him. Oh, yeah. So it was used recently. <laughs> they just like <laughs> they just cut a body down from there. <laughs> They're getting prepared for Balkan Skull. Oh, right, yeah. They are wanted, well, yeah, it's that true. Is, that oh, is the true. natural end point of this story, is their brutal, brutal deaths. <laughs> Which, incidentally, powers this whole episode. Um, well, yeah. But I, I really like this scene because Goldar is sprinkling some, like, old-timey phrases into his taunts. Well, Miss Kimmy, your pathetic power imposters couldn't fight tooth decay, much less sense buddies. Why don't you just set a spell while I consolidate my master's control of the world? <laughs> I feel like Goldar's having fun with this. He's having a good yeah. time. <laughs> well, yeah. Why wouldn't he be? In any case, Tommy's ancestor shows up. The white stranger. I don't think we actually get a name well, for no, Tommy's ancestor. Well, no, because then he wouldn't be a stranger. God. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, and um, I guess he learned martial arts from his, uh, what was it, like, great-grandfather? No, that's just was... genetic. I think we've talked about this before. Well, but no, I, all I, Tommy I think... Olivers are, like, genetically predisposed to being very good at, like, spin kicks and stuff. What I'm saying, though, is that Zymont, like, trained his ancestors, like, his, his, his ascendants, like, yeah, in the right. ways of, well, of uh, we, karate. I mean, we established in that, well, the show actually established that, um... He kind of just had Green Ranger powers without like needing power coin or anything. Mm-hmm. So but, yeah, but he, he like, like he's he had just all of Tommy's knowledge of of martial arts though. Right, from, right. But what I'm saying is clone. like his DNA has been fundamentally altered by that mm-hmm. like power that he was exposed to, and it's that's going to get passed it, on from yeah, like, generation to generation. A good Ranger for sure, but I think he, I still think the skills of the martial arts had to be. Ch- Taught. No, no, because we've established that Power Rangers gain martial arts skills when they morph. Yeah. Like, that is a part yeah. of their superpowers. So you're saying even Tommy Oliver yeah. wasn't trained? He just he was just very good from the very beginning. Uh, I mean, well, he can, was already can, a karate guy before. Right, yeah, all you can this train started. to become better, but like his inherent ability to fight is genetic. Yeah, well, I'm saying that it, White Strange here well seems to be... well established that the Oliver boys spin kick their way right out of the womb. Oh, oh, oh my. No, I hope that's not true. It's like that old Xbox commercial. They just come flying out of there. I Xbox sure hope that's PS3. not true. In any case, <laughs> this current iteration of the Oliver clan uh, fights a putty that was about to attack Kimberly, and she falls mm-hmm. over, and he catches her, and it's all romantic. And she's just yeah, like, that's a little oh, weird. yeah, because that's like his great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> she's like, yeah. she's, like head, she's like, it's not cheating if it's an ancestor, right? <laughs> I, it's that's not cheating worse. if he's literally the same man. <laughs> 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 
When we see Tommy in a second here, he looks kind of pissed off. Yeah, he's, and I'm jo- he's, he's jealous of this. his fucking great, 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 great grandfather. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck is he doing on my girl? Which actually, that actually <laughs> is the most Tommy Oliver thing ever, is having his girl stolen by kind of himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds right. Now, Ryan, what were you about to say a moment ago? I'm sorry. Well, I don't think I was going to say anything. Just, just, oh, I said that it's worse to, uh, I think it is uh, worse cheating if you're uh, if it's your an ancestor. I don't think that's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm so inclined too. to agree actually because you could set yourself up for some really uncomfortable stuff back in the present. Oh yeah, <laughs> which because like I think we it, kind of do. <laughs> it, 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 if they had hooked up, it wouldn't have been so much like Tommy's his own grandfather, but his girlfriend is his grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Now the only the only fortunate thing is there's enough generational gaps here that um the genetics shouldn't be too fucked up. Jesus. Well, the genetics are exactly the same, so it's well, that doesn't matter. All right. Well, in any case, we cut back to the command center, and I'm sorry, I do have trouble with linear time, so I'm not sure which command center scene this is, but at some point. Zordon explains to the rangers. About I think the it's being particles. very generous to call the plotting earlier. in this episode linear <laughs> well i'm i'm having trouble keeping track of the order in which we are shown events. yeah no and don't worry that's not on you that's pretty normal for this show yeah well in any <clears throat> case uh zordon talks about chroniton particles which again it is very silly that he has to explain this to theoretically people who are almost adults <laughs> i mean i knew what, i knew case, about chroniton particles when i was like 12 but i read a lot of weird books yeah well, in any case, Billy finally puts together that he can use three communicators to rip open a new time hole, which, fucking duh, Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've established Billy has gaps in his super science knowledge. I mean, this episode, he's like, I've never heard of chroniton product particles. And Zordon's like, oh, yeah, there are these things. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. I know how that works immediately now. Well, see, Billy, <laughs> Billy is, like, omni-smart, but he follows the Sherlock Holmes approach of if it doesn't interest me, I'm going to completely disregard it, and I know nothing of it whatsoever because I only make room in my brain for the things I think are important. It's true. And then we see Billy going into his mind palace. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And then we see a whole bunch of words fly around on the screen, and I think the Liberty Bell March plays at some point. <laughs> and in any case, we cut back to, uh, what is it, 1880, yep. I think is where the... Yeah. So, Goldar shows up, uh, sees the White Stranger, the an- other ancestors, and Kimberly, and is like, okay, I've had enough of this shit, let's kill y'all. And Kimberly's like, you know what, I've had enough of this shit too, let's march. Yep. <laughs> she specifically, no, she specifically sets this up. <laughs> I can't believe you clumsy cowpokes are still here. It's time y'all got out of town and don't you come back. Once you're right, Goldar. Okay, guys, it's time. Time? Time? Time for what? These fancy dogs. Hey, everybody! There's the uh, the varmint. Varmint! I'm a plant. Don't you guys know anything? Yeah, we know something else. When we get through with you, there won't be enough left for a tumbleweed. <laughs> and then, I like to imagine well, he meant it sarcastically. It? What time is it, Kimberly? It's Morthin time. And then we do not get what I wanted to see, which was the normal morph callouts, but yep. with everyone wearing cowboy hats. <laughs> 
<laughs> saying like Tyrannosaurus or something. But I love the Wild West Power Ranger suits. They're so yeah. good. I'm so glad this happens. It is wonderful. They've all got tassels and bandanas yep. and their pistols. Their pistols are six shooters. Do you think the instant Kimberly like left the command center, someone was like, "Okay, Alpha, um, we've got to we got to update the suits. We haven't like they're like nine nine thousand nine hundred and you know eighty whatever years out of date. Like, what's contemporary right now?" And Alpha starts looking up, you know, looking up stuff. He's like, "Oh, okay, um, you just um tassels everywhere, um, uh." Uh, we the need boots the boots also to have a leather revolvers. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have revolvers. Yep. And bandanas and cowboy Yeah, because there's like yep. no reason for them to look like this otherwise. So good, though. I love it so much. Yep. There's no reason for it, but I'm really glad it's there. <laughs> yeah. And then we get an incredible putty fight scene. We uh, <laughs> Before that, we get a joke that I don't understand how anyone on the team thought this show dumbs down so much bullshit because they think it's for kids. And then they'll do a joke like somebody calling it one of the monsters a varmint. And he's like, what? Varmint? No, I'm based on a plant, you idiot. Don't you know what varmints are? <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, yeah. Who doesn't know what a varmint well, is? Clearly, yeah, clearly the Power Rangers don't, or the ancestors of the Power Rangers don't. And clearly the writers of the show think kids don't. Well, I, I think it's less that they don't know him, more just that the plant got confused. He doesn't understand that it's an insult, Joel. I'm just confused by that joke, because it's, at the same time, both lower and higher than I expect from this show. <laughs> well, that that sounds about right. I mean, you are a person who has been well chronicled in the uh, annals of history, and you are not a man known for your humor. <laughs> Wait, okay. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so much lore being okay. dropped here. What is he known for? Oh God! I'd rather not speak of it, <laughs> lest I destroy the timeline. I mean, also, no questions. Remember, we already asked them all. <laughs> well, he for- <laughs> thank you, ma'am. He had forgotten about that, Emily. He was about to. I, I was trying to coerce it out of him. Even well, if, but- even if he had forgotten about it, his, you know, the whole like thing that's keeping him here wouldn't have let him. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know the rules. So <laughs> because every time uh, I try to I ask him about the them. rules, I get yelled at. See, no. Here's your mistake, Luke. Instead of maybe instead of asking the rules, you should assert what the rules are, mm-hmm. and see if he uh, see what he does with that. You mean like reciprocate and build like a rapport between the two of us, right? Oh, you uh. mean speak to me like I'm a person? Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> In any case, let's move on I've to the putty fight. I've been speaking to you like a person. I've been trying to get to know you better, and you've been rebuffing me at every turn. I've I've just been feeling accused. You're very rude about how you're trying to get. Like, you know, I asked to get to know this guy. And got... charming and beautiful lady is correct. You're not All saying right. it. <laughs> Thank you. You're not saying it like like that. Though. You're, not, you're, not, you're not being like, hey, uh, so where are you going to school? You're like, where did you go to school? I like, most... you're being accusatory. And, like, and you're interrogating this poor man who's just on our show trying to host. Okay, now I'm... poor and man are both now... grave assumptions at this point. <laughs> yeah, seriously. They are, but in any case, can we please move on to this party yeah. fight? Because it's amazing. No, there's, some, there's some absolutely great stuff they do with this set piece. And, like, for instance, apparently Rocco has also been south of the border. Because he does a whole bullfighting routine with one of the putties. Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah. He, I mean, he says like, his training south of the border paid off. Yep. Is it? I mean, am I wrong in saying that Steve Kunenis is um, um, uh, like Latino? 
or Hispanic something. Hispanic, um, yeah. I mean, his I name don't... sounds Hispanic, I guess. Who? Or, the guy who guy plays, plays Rocky. Rocky. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. I have no idea. I mean, <laughs> Rocky the Santos is also a pretty clearly Hispanic name. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yes. He was born in Virginia. Okay, okay. what? That but, he is, but, he have... is, but he is of Mexican descent. Yeah, okay. There okay. You go. Yeah. Okay. So when he says Santos, I thought it was almost a, a reference to that. I thought, but. I mean, they clearly, like, Maybe? they don't. Rocky has no fucking personality, okay, so they well, said. And, right. also, <laughs> and also, he apparently, uh, as a kid, studied Brazilian jiu jitsu, so. And also, That's he's crazy. way so into French they... philosophy. We haven't mentioned that on the podcast, have we? That thing oh, with... Have you guys not talked no, about no, that we yet? Need to, yeah, actually, we do need to bring that up. Hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. pump the brakes. We got <laughs> we to gotta circle back here. <laughs> okay, so there's this comic. Okay, from so we're going to talk 90s. about things for a sec. Eric, put in the jingle. Thank you. Talking about things. Okay, an hour into the show, we're going to do some talking about things. Yep. Look, it's an important thing to talk about. It, it's mm-hmm. a thing that Zach brought up, and he's not, he's not here to remind us about it, but we just remembered. It's extremely good that it's coming up on this totally normal episode. Oh, Mike, hi, <laughs> where have you been? Yes, absolutely. What? That wasn't what? What are you talking what? about? That was Jebediah. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. Jebediah. Listen, no, I'm, I'm Jebediah. Sorry, Jebediah. I thought about? you sounded like Mike for a second there. I mean, he sounds a little like Mike. It's yeah, it's yeah, complicated. A bit, I guess I, I didn't think about it before, I, but now that you point it I out, I don't hear it. Well, I I, so. at one point, I did put on these enchanted sneakers, and then I became like Mike. Jeremiah, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about the little uh, Bow Wow film, Like Mike? Okay, can we talk about this? <laughs> <What? laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> please, like, Luke, you were the one who wanted us to bring this up. Okay, so. Um, we've talked a lot about the comics that are currently being put out by Boom Studios, but there were also a line of comics that ran, I believe they're published by Marvel at the time, um, yeah, I think so. that ran while this show was originally airing. Yep. Um, so back in the 90s, uh, there was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic that told you know additional Power Rangers stories that you know weren't just regurgitations of the show like so much kids' stories were. Mm-hmm. In the era, and uh, there has uh, been a panel circulating lately among our social group. I don't know how it came up originally, but um, apparently, one of Zed and Rita's plots in the comic had something to do with um, French philosophers of the 20th century, because we've just got a panel of Aisha like chastising them for. I don't know how you ever thought this would work. Um, who was the author? Sartre. Yeah, I think um, Rocky. Uh, yeah, Sartre is Rocky's favorite philosopher. He would have known that this wasn't written by him. No, yeah, the, 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 <laughs> oh I, I got God. the panel. The line is, The Stranger is one of Rocky's favorite novels. He would oh, know that's right. was Albert that Camus. it was written yes. by Albert Camus and not by Jean-Paul Sartre. <laughs> I, I, got, I bring the French accent, by the way. Yeah, oh, no, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, believe, I believe the backstory was that either Zed or Goldar were disguised as Rocky as the time, that's and what then it they fucked like. up. Yeah, that's the impression I had. Yep. And like um, all their friends knew it was fake because of the incorrect knowledge of French philosophers. <laughs> Which means that Rocky is canonically always spouting off about French philosophy. <laughs> all the yep. time. He never shuts up about it. <laughs> Oh, it's it's incredible because it's such it, a part like they don't even try to make Adam. it. Yeah, they don't even try to make it, it like that in the show. Like, yeah, it would be no, one thing if they close. pretend. Like, we've talked about Steve Cardenas not really bringing a lot to the role. This is my dog Buster. No, but the writers haven't given him anything to work with. I think I'd like to be in 
Viking times. I always love those books. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a, it's a it, it, it's bad from both ends. But the only yeah. the only time Rocky in the show has talked about like reading, it was talking about liking to read about Viking times stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rocky likes two types of books: Viking French books Vikings? and French philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> he is a man it's, of diverse interests. Yeah. It's incredible. Um but now that we've covered that I do want to circle back to know what Jebediah's opinion about like Mike is. God. I don't really know what you're talking about. become a professional base basketball player and he finds some magic shoes imbued with the power of Michael Jordan. Oh, like the ones I found. Right, right. <laughs> Okay. Oh, All right. You had a completely well, unrelated thing that happened in your wait, life wait, that wait, was wait, exactly like on. the plot on, of the Luke. movie. Like a, did you miss it the first time I said that I brought up the magic shoes? Didn't you think Michael Jordan was fictional like last week, or am I thinking of something else? No, you absolutely are. Like he was talking about space. <laughs> yeah. Well, we we had a whole thing about Space Jam. It's not important, but it's related to what I was about to ask. Which Luke? Yeah. Is like Mike at all related to Space Jam, and does it fit into the Barkley canon? I mean, I can't say for sure, but it think, wouldn't like, surprise me. Like, those shoes would be some sort of magical artifact in, like... You're saying you think those shoes are magic because they have been laced with Michael's secret stuff. Right. <laughs> I see. Oh, my God. That, that is, like, that is how secret stuff If you wear those shoes and perform the chaos dunk, will you destroy the universe? Possibly. It's hard to say. I wouldn't risk it. Oh. We'll have to do experiments. Oh, the chaos dunk. I can't, I can't believe you would just so casually bring up the chaos dunk. I... <laughs> In any case, folks, we've kind of lost the plot here, so did let's just take a quick break and we'll be plot? right back. We most certainly Absolutely did not. not. <laughs> can, can we take a break, folks? Please? Yes, please. I, let's let's all right. take a break. We, we will be right back. <laughs> Hey there, Audio Entropy listeners, this is Mike, and I want to tell you about a special event we've got coming up on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Now in the past, we've had some pretty successful streams playing Jackbox Party Pack 3 with listeners, uh, basically for an entire Saturday evening, starting in the afternoon US time and running until the wee hours of the morning. And to celebrate the fact that the aptly named sequel, Jackbox Party Pack 4, is coming out, we're going to be having a big just celebration party stream on October the 21st at 8 p.m. Eastern U.S. time or 5 p.m. Pacific U.S. time and running until the wee hours of the morning. Seriously, these things tend to run for like, I don't know, eight or nine hours, basically until everybody feels like stopping. You can come and go as you please. If you can't be there for the start, feel free to show up late. If you can't stay for the whole thing, feel free to leave early. It's fine. It should be a fun time for everyone. Now, if you've never been to one of these streams before, it's really easy to play along. Just watch the stream. Again, twitch.tv slash videoentropy. Open up another browser somewhere on the same computer or on your phone or tablet or however you want to play, and you'd go to jackbox.tv. And once you go there, you enter in a four-letter code that we'll be giving you, and it'll let you play along. Now, these things are always a ton of fun. You'll be getting to hang out with us and the Audio Entropy crew. You'll be getting to hang out with other Audio Entropy listeners. It's just a blast. Now, again, one last time. That is twitch.tv slash videoentropy, October the 21st, 2017. And that's a Saturday at 8 p.m. 
U.S. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time, or midnight on the 22nd GMT if that makes it easier for you. And we hope to see you there. Again, after it started, feel free to join in anytime. These things are going to run long, and it's going to be a blast. Hope to see you there. And we get to, let's let's get back to the actual putty fight because we kind of didn't talk about it very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about what Rocky was doing, but I there's some really for great a few st- precious seconds that this was our host this week. <laughs> <laughs> how could you forget about Jebediah? I mean, how could you forget that there is a cowboy who exists outside of time on this? Yeah, show? like you you've met one of the most incredible beings we've had on this show, and yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Never I would have thought you'd have been more interested in that, but oh well, whatever. Moving on. Well, wh- every time so I'm trying to ex- case, every time I'm trying to express interest, I've been shut down. I I just say most because I think all of our guests have been incredible in their own ways. Aww. Yeah, all right, so absolutely. Aww. <laughs> in any case, uh, so we see what Rocky did. Uh, let's, well, Rocky's ancestor. Excuse me, Rocco. I Rocco. Believe. Rocco. Yes, yes. Thank you. Now, William ex- uh, expresses pacifism and then decides to fight anyway, because yep. he's a Power Ranger, and I mean, what else are you going to do? Yep. Although I'm opposed to fisticuffs, I will defend myself. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. going to, like, when I watch this, I'm like, well, how do I, what do I do with this? Because I feel like I should address it. And I was going to say that because it's putties, it doesn't really count as fighting. But then I remember that putties are God's most perfect being, and they are actually the only thing you should feel guilty about hitting. Like, the Power Rangers are basically monsters. Well, it's really more that nothing actually counts if you do it as a Power Ranger. What I really like is that... That's just the rules. It's the Power Ranger loophole in law. Like William here (laughs) says specifically, like, I never knew fisticuffs could be so exciting. After this, he's he's starting Fight Club. Yeah, like, he was, his <laughs> was entirely based on not knowing that fighting is fun. I have to punch right. things now, every day. <laughs> or, or, what if he's, what if he's, a like, a punchaholic, and, like, he was a pacifist because he knew if he started punching, he'd never be able to stop. <laughs> and now he's go. falling off the wagon. He knew he, has an, he had an addictive personality. Well, William, will Cranston, William Cranston will go on to be one of the most notorious outlaws of the Old West. Yeah. And it's all Kimberly's fault. Who knows how many deaths she's responsible for? <laughs> I, I think past Cowboy Times Adam is way better than present Adam. He's having yeah. fun. He's yeah. so cool. I love him. He's my favorite. He teases the putties for messing up his boots. And then after he kicks a few of them, he's like, you know what? I think I'll sit a spell. Yep. I think I'll have me a sit. Yep. Also, he and um, Aisha have a really good rapport because they do stuff like dancing after like fighting putties and like... I don't know. He seems like he's got the confidence that modern day Adam never has. I love it. I love it a lot. I, I will say one thing I like about um, oh shoot, what is Alicia's ancestor's name again? Alicia, is it? Oh, Alicia. Alicia. You said current, Aisha. Sorry, and then... current, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> it's yeah. Okay. Like in the in the past, they couldn't tell the difference between I's and L's. It was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in any case, I, I do like that most of the other ancestors, while they just kind of have the same voice, but they talk more cowboy. She has, like, a really, like, high-pitched, kind of, like, prim and proper ladylike thing that she does, even when she's fighting. And it's yeah, right. kind of cute. Yeah. 
In any case. So the white stranger tosses his hat into the air as he's fighting yeah, it then catches it after he's done kicking. It's pretty good. Yeah, that, that hat stays there for roughly 20 seconds. Yep. Which sounds about <laughs> right for a mystical green zombie magic powered <laughs> fucking ninja man. It's 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 well known that a hat in time, you, you tr- throw it up into the air while you're fighting. It, you get like a bonus to hang time for that while you're fighting. Is that... A- okay. <laughs> So I yeah I tried to toss in a reference to a hat in time the video game in there somewhere. You tried really hard. There. Yeah, it was it was it wasn't good. I don't even know anything about that game, but there you go. I just I have no idea how to make reference to that. I don't know anything about it. We don't we don't let knowing things stop us on this show. <laughs> no, God. Oh, no. why would you? I know things about a hat in time, but it's not flattering. So I'm not saying anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get into that. In any case, so. The white stranger pops up and is like, hey, so we're going to fight y'all now? We killed your putties, so we're going to fight, you know, the golden monkey man and the cactus boy. But then the cactus shoots this poisonous cactus dart right into the chest of the white stranger. And as we know, were it not for his magical green ranger blood, that would kill him. Yep. (sighs) Very cool. Too bad I got to waste you away again in San Enriadaville. Uh, I can't move. Oh, no. uh, Come on. Uh, Come on, get up. Let me out. Come on over here. Uh, I guarantee you gain your strength. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense to me. Yep. But in any case, it does at least mean that he has to sit out the rest of the fight. Yep. And so we have a standoff. It's fucking high noon, everybody. We have a it's standoff between the Rangers. High noon. Have we gone over the fact that cactus like that? <laughs> so, die, 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 die. Okay, we're we doing Overwatch bits? Yes, we're doing Overwatch bits. Have we gone over the fact this cactus monster talks like Ren from Ren and Stimpy? No, he's doing a Cheech, yeah, he's doing a Cheech Marin impression. Yeah. It's yeah. bad. Yeah. All right, you fertilized freak. You're mine. Well, actually, my little Mali, I belong to Lord Zed. Enough. This is the final showdown, Miss Kimmy. When my spiny friend and I are through with you, Angel Grove's past will be destroyed, and your friends in the future will vanish forever. When I count to three, draw! One, two, three, draw! So they all draw their six-shooter laser guns and shoot the monsters before... Because I don't so even they know... Shoot, they shoot kind of near-ish the monsters. Yeah. Like, right. It's the ground in front of the monsters, and the monsters all freak away. And well, also, Goldar this is... tells them, like, this is the final showdown. When I count to three, you'll draw. I'm and, like, confused they don't... about that. What was Goldar going to do? Right, exactly. <laughs> Goldar doesn't have a gun. Everyone he else has He guns. has a sword. <laughs> And he's a few feet away from them. You'll draw, we'll get shot to hell and fall into a time hole. That's the play. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the cactus, this is where the cactus says, uh, it's time to waste you away again in Zed and Ritaville, which is a very tortured joke that they worked really hard to make. I wanted to torture. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They stole that joy from me. Yeah, I notes. Now, I have a question. Yeah. And this might seem strange, seeing as, you know, my my knowledge of all things in the universe is not infinite. 
right? What is with the way that Kimberly <laughs> yeah. demorphs she, here? She, she doesn't anime like oh, cape yeah. flip and it, oh, it yeah. demorphs her. Like she like she tears her whole suit off in one motion. Is that how they always unmorph? It's, uh, it's a terror. It's a tearaway ranger suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's great. I love it's it. A weird moment. <laughs> I think they do stuff like that in the Sentai a lot. Yeah, probably. It looks Japanese, but aside from that, I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I mean, it looks like the kind of shit they pull in anime all the time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can. Yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. While also the Japanese people are known for removing their clothing in one fell swoop, it's really impressive. Well, okay, that is true, but only if they're members of the Yakuza and they're about to fight. Yeah, that's true. To reveal their tats. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, well, in any case, uh, like we, we beat getting the monsters, so it's time territory for a here. No, that's the, no, that's, I mean, I'm specifically referencing the Yakuza series where they do that right. all the fucking time. Yep. Sure. Can we please talk about the hoedown? Let's, uh, they have a hoedown. It's yep. very good. They do have a hoedown. It's very good. Looks like those monsters hightailed a clean out of town. Woo-hoo. Yes. <laughs> that was amazing. Sure was. <laughs> I love me a hoedown. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like I like William I here. You would. He's great. <laughs> Impromptu mm-hmm. musicless hoedown in the and middle Abraham's of the deserted street. Too. They're all good. It's so good. It's good. <laughs> My favorite part of the the hoedown, weirdly enough, is the fact that Rocco is too awkward to participate. <laughs> That's not awkward. So me. No, see, Rock, Rocco won all the points in this fight, so he got to sit out of the hoedown. Y- y- you know, oh, and okay. yeah, he was south of the oh, border, sure. so he yeah. doesn't so, know yeah, how to hold down. Whose line is it anyway reference? All he can yeah, do is like what a, flamenco or something. I don't know. <sighs> well, in any case, uh, we cut to the moon present. Luke, are you okay? I'm fine. I'm great. Man, man <laughs> I, I, loved, I loved Bloodborne, the moon present. Such a yeah, good fight. It's good. Well, in any case, we do cut to the moon present, and Zed and Rita are understandably upset because Goldar fucked up real bad. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like then 150 like, well, years ago. But he, he just, just came back to, to a time hole. It was so pretty at bad. Least, at least that's the Well, his fuck up has only recently become relevant, is the thing. But in, in any case, he says, well, listen, the cactus came back to the present with me, and, like, you know, you make monsters huge all the time. Why not okay. just do that with this okay, one? Okay, so the way this plays out, I think we should spend a little time with, because Rita's, like, complaining or whatever, and then Squat and Babu, of all people, are like, hey, Goldar knows something. And it's like, what? Do you know anything, Goldar? <laughs> it's this weird, like, uh, guys, guys, Goldar has something to say. Okay, Goldar, share with the class. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they need to have a quorum to get like give Goldar the right to speak and like suggest his brilliant giant monster plan. Ah, Goldar, you worthless piece of space oh, dust! No, you give me such a headache! Don't please don't yell at me. The battle with the Power Rangers isn't over yet. Uh oh, not yet, but it will be. Goldar knows something. Uh-huh. Do you know anything, Goldar? Master, I have left the cactus on Earth. If you make him huge, his gigantic spores will annihilate the rangers. Goldar, you fool! It's brilliant. Right, which is, hey, you know how you always make the monsters huge and then they get blown up? Yeah, you should make the monster huge. <laughs> All right, we'll have a vote. All in favor? Size grenade like, time it is. I do like that Zed's like, like, Goldar, you fool! 
That's brilliant. <laughs> right? It's just, yeah. You guys do this every week, guys. Why are you acting like this is a new idea? Yep. But I just love it. Why did Goldar have to suggest it? It's brilliant. <laughs> it's really good. Well, listen. Goldar did just fall through a time hole. Things might be a little wonky right now. Things are definitely wonky right now. I'll grant that. Yeah. In any case, so okay. Bill is still working on. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Okay, I just want to. I just want to establish that for the for the remaining five minutes of the show or whatever. That at this point they like realize, or I guess think that they have all this stuff they need to get to yet, and not a lot of time because all of a sudden it feels like <laughs> they put the entire show on like Cliff Notes edition. Yep. Because <laughs> like it's like they're speed reading through the rest of the plot. Yep. Because we go through the like developments of everything in the span of like two minutes like yep. just there's no reason to do yeah, all we, of we this get a whole, we get a whole lot of shots that last like five seconds a pop yep. yep let's just go through this real quick like then yeah so, so in any case bill is bill is still working on the communicator to make the, the the time hole come back they realize the cactus is back so tommy and rocky go to fight the monster then the monster gets grown and then tommy and rocky are like oh shit we need the other rangers so we can have the zords even though they specifically use Tommy and Rocky because they have the two Zords that can fight on their own without the others. Right. Yeah. They could have just done this. Right. Well, what happens is, like, they get, like, the, the Red Dragon Zord and the White Tiger Zord show up and they fight it for, like, a second. Like, Rocky yeah. tries to kick it once and gets rebuffed. I mean, he's like, we need help! I got, I got, I got, hit, I got hit once! Yeah, and the other's like, we're ready now, we can go. Like, this entire thing didn't, well, wasn't necessary. Ready. Well, and more importantly, we've now established that Kimberly is entirely unnecessary for the Megazord to function. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I well, assume no, they no, couldn't no, go no, because no. she's uh, she's unnecessary for the White Megazord, to, the White Tiger Megazord to function. Which is because crazy because the pink her Zord does more shit in that form than it does in the normal but one. But it's just a weapon, right? But, but the like, thing it is, goes like flying through the air, also, yeah, also as a weapon. <laughs> but if, but if. On, but here's, here's the point Luke is making is actually a very important one, because why do they need any of the other ones if they can just summon the rest of the Zords without that comp like that ranger? Why doesn't Tommy just call the whole thing and deal with it himself if they don't need them? <laughs> well, it's, he needs the like moral support. <laughs> like, well, also, I mean, if you don't let the other rangers help, they'll get bored, and then Alpha and Zordon will have to deal with that. And Listen, it's just, the right, yeah, make a, they'll make a huge mess in the command center because they've got all this energy that's not getting like. <laughs> the Megazord's hard to control if not enough people. Like one person missing, eh? But like, it you just know. reminds me of that fan art we got where they're fighting in the original Megazord and everyone's freaking out, and Kimberly's just got her feet up, yeah, just like <laughs> it does finger guns at a photo portrait of the the pterodactyl on her desk. <laughs> it's, it's so like, good. Well, in any case, uh, all the Rangers except Kimberly. Kill the cactus monster. It's real quick. Not much of anything happens. Okay, no, I do. I actually do want to talk about what happens here because it's bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. The monster um, fires off his like poison grenade things, and the Megazord just kind of goes, okay, buzz, buzz, creates a shield which reflects it directly back at the monster and blows it up. Like <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, well, that sounds about right. Sounds like they absorbed the te- the attack and sent it back at him. Well, they didn't even absorb it. They just own. blocked it. Like they did a perfect like shield uh, it, it's shield like, counter. It's like, it's like brick, where like all the balls hit the brick thing, yeah, and yeah. then they all fly back. Lorette, 
I know. I just it's again, it's it's how rushed out this whole thing is because it's basically it's basically like the um like Kai abridged version of Power Rangers cuz like Rocky and I will go fight him. No, we need everyone. All right, everyone's ready. All right, the monster's fighting us. No, we'll deflect the attack. It's dead. Can I point out to you that everyone's not ready? The whole reason that Tommy and and Rocky went was because they needed to keep working on the thing. And then as soon as Rocky gets hit once, they ask for help. And he's like, okay, well, I guess I'll finish this later. And then they show up. They're right, not actually but, ready. Right, but like, the whole thing of them going off alone was completely worthless from a plotting perspective. Yes, It's just a huge true. waste of fucking time. It's just even more worthless. Uh, I feel like we can say that about a lot of things on this show. <laughs> I mean, relative to the other things on this show. Well, in any case, speaking of weird, dumb waste of time, we cut back to the moon present, and Zed is walking back into the room, because I guess he just didn't want to stick around and watch the Zord fight. Why all the noise? What's the matter, Rita? What could possibly be troubling my boiling buttercup? She's mad because the rangers blew up the cactus. Hey, what? Oh, I can't believe you've let this happen. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then we cut back to 1994 on Earth. Congratulations, Rangers. You have saved the world again. We may have saved the world, but we lost Kimberly. Billy, we've got to get her back. I've adapted these communicators to enhance and accelerate the teleporting mechanism and create a time hole. But I have to warn you that we can only try this once. And um, if it fails... Kimberly's trapped in the past forever. Exactly. I know you've done your best job, Billy. Go ahead. The time hole's gonna appear right there. All right, everyone, stand clear of the energy waves. If we I guess because Billy just doesn't know what he's doing, because you yep. should easily have multiple tries at this. <laughs> it's to add tension to a scene for no reason. I mean, time holes clearly happen all the time for no reason. Like that's what how Goldar and the Cactus Monster got back. They just fell into a random time hole. <laughs> but they're not. They're not always of the same time era, so... Maybe I not. get the sense that Billy just likes to fuck with the other rangers, <laughs> and I mean, I understand. I really do. But in any case, he pushes the button, and Kimberly comes back. But she's brought a cowboy hat back with her, which means she has irrecoverable... Thank you. Irrecoverable... I can't handle that word. Irrecoverable... Irrevocably. She has ruined the timeline, essentially, by bringing something from the past back to the present, just right, so she um, can give I'm Tommy a, a cowboy I'm getting hat. a uh, telegram here from Warner Brothers. Uh, they're suing us for stealing Porky Pig's bit. <laughs> <laughs> telegram. That was fast. Well, that's part of the timeline being broken. They're telling you. Yeah, TML. someone just like run your torrents. <laughs> Please stop, stop. Warner Brothers, stop. Would like, stop. Whatever. However, Boy, that's that weird. It was brought to us by a man in a big envelope who said, man, I can't believe I've just lost a bet that you're here. We got this letter in 1885. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yes. Speaking of the 1880s, we cut back to Old Angel Grove and we see that uh, Doc Skullovich and One-Eyed Bulk are on the chain gang, which only means that their days are numbered and they will soon be hanged. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. And we see the white stranger, you know, say goodbye to Ernest. And we see the other the other uh, ancestors talking about how not cool it was to be a Power Ranger. And they, they're drinking juice from the juice saloon. 
<laughs> and they have a toast. Well, I think being a Power Ranger was the most exciting thing we ever done. Think we'll ever do it again? I don't know, but I'm ready. What do you think was the most exciting part? Those clay heads? The monkey with wings? <laughs> the walking cactus. <laughs> you know, somewhere in the future, Calamity Kim's out there fighting to make sure the Earth is safe for our great-great-great-grandchildren. Yep. She's something all right. Here's to the Pink Ranger, wherever she is. To, to the, the Pink, Pink Ranger! Ranger. The, the, there's, a, there's a weird thing where Ernest, like, seems to be the only figure of authority in there, so... I, is he, like, the sheriff of this town or something? Well, he, at, he, at one point, at one point like... Rocky and... Um, at, or Rocco and whatever Adam's ancestor's name was um, hauled Bulk and Skull off to the jail. So, like, I think literally anyone can be the law if they decide to be. All right. You know, I'm actually, is Ernest yeah, the only the adult West. in this town, maybe? Because they're all teens yes. still. <laughs> well, also, if you have all the fruit juice, you run the town. <laughs> that true. is how that's capitalism true. works. Yeah, that's uh-huh. true. Yeah, people died young in the old west, so like <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to survive for that long. Most uh, so most of them are still gonna be teenagers. That's just uh, common sense, really. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest is the elder of it, of the village, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We see the white stranger riding off. And well, I like how the when they when they when they toast the the pink ranger, the white stranger is like, "Yep, she's something, all right." <laughs> <laughs> yep. And speaking of something. The white stranger rides past a carriage, and who should be in the carriage but a lady who is a spitting image of Kimberly. Okay, now, so what I, could that mean? So okay. here's, here's what I think that means. I think the latent like radioactive bullshit powers in Tommy's bloodline gives him occasional ability to create from nothingness, and his obsession with this woman has created a facsimile of her in this era. I didn't think that's or where you were going. her ancestor just showed up. Yeah, maybe. Well, yes, that's what, I, that's what I said, too, except in my version, her ancestor was created from nothingness from Tommy's horniness. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. Okay. I mean, it really makes sense. Both are correct. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, huh? All right. <laughs> and then uh, we... we no, see, I, 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 hold on. We no. talk about that some more. Uh, you know, I mentioned earlier that, uh, you know, it was a problem that uh, Kimberly wanted to bang Tommy's ancestor. This raises more problems, yep. I feel like. <laughs> because well, I don't see how. Apparently Tommy created his own girlfriend in the past. I feel like this all really adds to the whole thing that we already know to be true, which is that Re- uh, Kimberly will eventually become Rita Repulsa. Oh, right, yes. And like, get tr- sent to another dimension where she will be that dimension's Rita Repulsa and terrorize mm-hmm. that dimension's Kimberly. Right, yeah. So I feel like having this almost Homestuckian um, paradoxical birth is really just an important component I mean, they of might that. hook up and not have children. That's, that's a thing that happens, that's... you know? Nah. Joel, this is the okay. second week in the role in in which you have just casually brought up the holy texts. Oh, I can't do this. <laughs> but like th- this this white stranger does have prodigy progeny rather, I progeny, guess. Yeah. We, we well, we know that. We know that his bloodline right. eventually yes. leads to one Tommy Oliver. They do both. It, it does mean kids. that at some point he must fuck. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> as unbelievable okay, as that sounds, that he must at some point fuck yes. <laughs> In any case, uh, the final shot of the episode is the white stranger silhouetted by the sunset. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
rear ring on a horse. His horse. To the pink ring. <laughs> and that's that's the end of the episode. So what do y'all think? It was a pretty good, fun, super dumb episode. I loved it. It was, <laughs> it was great. It like was the, an incredible episode. The 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 Wild West style ranger suits and like yes. all the character the characterization of like the old timey rangers and like the hoedown and everything. Like it's just it was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. <laughs> From an overall holistic perspective, season two it was a really good episode. Um yep. I felt like it had moments that were great and moments that felt like a complete waste of time. Which is, I know, most of Power Rangers, but like there have been a lot of episodes that I've been a lot more enthralled with. It was good. It wasn't great. Something that uh, Chelsea pointed out to me is they had that episode, The Return of the Green Ranger, where they were like, what's everyone's favorite time period to go to? And like then they, you know, obviously they go back to colonial times in that one, and then they go to like the storybook, which is kind of like medieval renaissance stuff, which is what Adam wanted. Did anyone want to go to cowboy times? Or did they just knock it off everybody's time travel lists? Um, I don't remember. Someone might have mentioned Westerners. I, well, see, here's the thing. I, I'm not sure in that episode, but huh. Kimberly has absolutely talked about having a cowboy fantasy before. So yeah. mm-hmm. they, they got to fulfill that at least. Sure. <laughs> at, at the very least, a like, you know, hero on a white horse thing. Sure. Oh, that's why oh, yeah. she's biting her lip so much seeing Tommy <laughs> yeah, ride no, in. No, on we, a, we actually talked outfit. about we talked about that last week. Uh, she's yeah. sure, very okay. excited. Yeah, she like <laughs> she passes out in the first part from how excited she is. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, y'all. Unless y'all have any stray thoughts, I think we can get to questions. I have so yep. many stray thoughts, Jebediah, but you won't let me explore any of them. Luke, Luke, he said we were getting to questions. Here's your shot. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, that's... no, 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 no. Questions, questions from listeners. Oh. Okay. And that's that takes Luke out because we know well, he doesn't listen. I mean, <laughs> hopefully, Jeb and I will have an interesting perspective on this, given his unique situation mm-hmm. on some of these questions. Well, yes, you know, of course. Gonna... <laughs> now let me see. Let me take a look at these here. Why questions. do you need to take a look at them? Don't you know everything? I don't. No, I guess you don't. No, we've mind. established pretty conclusively he doesn't know everything. He knows yeah, random okay. snippets from everywhere. But all right. Okay. All right. Let's see. I mean, see. like, like uh, I mean, Luke, put it put in this perspective. You're from 2017, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of stuff about 2017 you don't know. Ask me True. anything. <laughs> oh God. Um, God damn it! <laughs> what did I have for breakfast? <laughs> he called me on it. <laughs> Ex- explain what the people at the Large Hadron Collider at CERN ha- are working on right now, today, October eighth. Uh, particle collisions. Emily, you had you had. I said in great detail. Ex- explain what the people at the Large Hadron Collider at CERN ha- are working on right now, today, October eighth. You're just moving on now. No, huh? I mean that that that's that's all the detail you need. Particles colliding, like. Uh, yeah, I, I want to exactly. hear Luke's answer to my question. Mm-hmm. Uh, gonna say it's a trick question. You haven't had breakfast yet. I had pizza. Son of a bitch. Well, that's dinner. That's just, that's just a late... That's just dinner at breakfast. No, that's just pizza can. Can. Pizza for breakfast is a thing. Nah. Y'all? Can we, can we please okay, get no, to these okay, important, questions? Okay, okay. Important clarifying question. Was it a breakfast pizza? Yeah. No, it was like leftover pizza from last night. Yeah, that's okay, not well, breakfast then. Yeah, That's sorry. fucking breakfast! Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, y'all. I'm looking at these questions. Uh, let's see. Jonathan asks a question about Chuck Norris. We will not speak of him. 
All right. Uh, Willard asks. Why'd you even bring the question up? No, then? I think he's gonna. Uh, are you just gonna dismiss all of these questions? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> we're clearing no, the docket. No, I just specifically not will not. I will not speak about one Charles Norris thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you already have. You just yeah. did. You could just not mention the. I all. mentioned him. I did not speak of him. You you absolutely spoke of him. <laughs> we're speaking of him right Luke. now. You didn't have to do that. You could have just not said anything. <laughs> you could have just skipped the question. Uh-huh. Well, all right, I'll start skipping some questions. <laughs> all right, there we go. Listen, listen I'm going I'm to say that like, when people ask questions to a podcast, and this is from a listener saying that this is one of the primary reasons I do, it's to hear your name on air. So, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Jebediah said the listener's name on air, and that's I enough. would rather maintain the fantasy okay. they just didn't see my question than be like, oh, they didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of with them on that. Like, having my question dismissed yeah. would be kind of demoralizing. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly, I think we should talk about the question now. What is it? Let's learn. <laughs> well, you asked if Chuck Norris were a Power Ranger, mm. what would his Zord be? Um... Uh, okay, how, how, wait, but I know how this works. Uh, Chuck Norris like doesn't have a Zord. Texas. He gets summoned. Uh, he get he holds the Ultra Zord on his back and shoots all the lasers at the monsters. I think he would just play against type and he'd get a walrus. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, I'll say that like the best Chuck Norris joke I ever heard was uh, uh, a friend of mine tweeted... So- someone said, like, you can't beat Chuck Norris at anything. He's like, I can beat him at being not homophobic. There you go. Oh, yeah, yes. that's um, <laughs> All right. Uh, Willard asks, if the Zords were Western-oriented, what would each Zord be? Horse. You'd have to have, like, uh, yeah, a horse, oh, horse, an armadillo, yeah, a snake. Jack- a jackrabbit. Like, desert yeah. animals. Yeah. yeah. Scorpion. Sounds right. All right. I mean, the buffalo would be the black ranger, I think. I feel like... Actually, I fuck, fuck. I want an armadillo sword now. That would be a really Actually, good wasn't, design. Wasn't, wasn't would be, there yeah. a buffalo black cool. ranger? Or was it a bison uh, or something? It like was that? a green ranger, but yes. Uh, okay. well, all right. Uh, Paul asks Can you do an impression of what an old West prospector might say if he discovered Goldar in them, thar hills? No, we definitely can't. We nope. absolutely cannot. <laughs> cannot do yeah, that. Sorry, it's impossible. Anyone on this podcast could possibly do that. I want to hear oh, Simon's okay. take on it. <clears throat> There's Goldar in them thar hills. Like, oh, oh, it sustains me. That's good. <laughs> Thank good. you, Simon. You're welcome. Thank you, Simon. Yep. Thank you, Simon. Well, all right. Paul also asks, what would the Wild West names of Jason, Trini, and Zach's ancestors have been if they were still around? <laughs> Jason would be Jebediah. <laughs> yeah. Just... Katie Wait, would be Trini, Catherine, I don't know, something like that. No, they can't and use Catherine. <laughs> well, I guess well, they, they could can. have. Oh. They, they could have, have it. They can, but we, I mean, yeah. Kat isn't there yet, if we're gonna, like, Right, right. Uh, and Zach would be Zachariah. Trini could have been Trisha, maybe, or something? Yeah, I could see yeah, that. Yeah, something oh, that like that, good. yeah. Zachariah. Right. Yeah, it would Zachariah, be, like, his full yeah. name, yeah. Yeah, Zachariah sounds good. All right. Molly asks... How do you feel about giant spiders? And should there be a giant spider zord? <laughs> you know, um, we gotta we gotta get I, they, that. They with get the, kind of a bad uh, rap. The they should be. I, I actually, you know, yeah, I actually and... think a like giant spider as like a sixth sixth zord that like enhances the original megazord would be really cool. Right. Yeah. Like you could do you could do some cool like tarantulas like laser 
gun leg things. Or like, or like yeah, it, it, it just crawls up its back and like three of them, three of its sets of legs wrap around the torso to connect it. Mm-hmm. And then the last two are like weird tendrils it can shoot missiles out of. Yeah, it'd be really neat. I think that could be pretty good. Preferably in the third act. But they have to defeat yeah. the enemy quickly because that spider will bite the Megazord and kill it. Oh, absolutely, what? yeah. Why? Oh, this is a spider. That's a spider. Okay. <laughs> Could be a nice spider. No. No, that's not how spiders work. Well, all right. Uh, got a couple questions from Trevor. Uh, what will finally break the internet? And, well, I mean, it's... Well, um, only one person I was going to say society collapsing, mostly. Well, actually, no. Yeah. Like, we Jim and I have actual... on this. Yeah, Jim yeah. and I, let us know. Well, I was about to say, it's the... It was the chaos dunk. <laughs> no. Oh, no. no, that's a... you. You mean you mean like on Twitter, right? Like no. I, I take so hard. No, that I think he broke, means a basketball going through a hoop. No, it's a reference to that old video game that people probably don't remember anymore. The Barkley shut up and jam guys. <laughs> the one that it. I referenced earlier this episode. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that one. I Nobody have remembers. No that. idea what y'all are talking about. Of course, but you in don't, any case, buddy. of course you don't. Also from also from Trevor. Is cobbler considered a cake or a pie? Who cares? It's Just live your life. It's not considered either. That's not a dessert no. binary. It's a different it's thing cobbler. called cobbler. Yeah. There are different things. <laughs> I'd say it's most like a pie. What's this person's name? <laughs> no, Luke, Trevor. You're not allowed. Tre- Trevor, you can be so much more than what you are right now with this <laughs> oh, question. Oh, you're such, you're <laughs> be so your mean, best person. Luke. I believe Luke, in you, stop Trevor. It. Luke. Be nice to our listeners. I am being nice. Sometimes being nice means a wake-up call. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's that he isn't necessarily not better than this. It's that he doesn't think we're better than this. You know, <laughs> that's a fair. good point. <laughs> yeah, actually fair. <laughs> well, all right. Uh, Fletcher has a question that is specifically for Simone. Oh, hey. Oh. Assume the show didn't reboot after In Space and Saban never sold the property. Going from MMPR all the way to Ninja Steel, how does the show move from season to season, and what is the overall series arc through line? All right, I'm just going to kick my feet up here. <laughs> yeah, we need to just plot, that, like, that, the, well, That's a fucking question the right series. there. Uh, f- Real Jesus. quick. Uh, okay. Well, after... Zor- Zordon right, stays there. A day or two in here. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how... To answer this, because you know what, they just they, want you to rewrite well, I mean, ten years worth of television. <laughs> yeah, in a few well, I mean, if if all this person wants is there to just be some connective tissue tissue through all the existing seasons, it's just make it so that Balkan Skull never leaves. Right, Balkan Skull. Oh, yeah. But they're, they're around. still around in Last Galaxy, and they come back a couple times. And Skull uh, Bulk yeah, is that's in the thing. Samurai. The show doesn't actually reboot. Like yeah, Lost it, Galaxy takes place after no, no, In really. Space and features actors from In Space. Yeah, the the continuity is maintained, but I guess if they kept Zordon and kept some Rangers from season to season, it would be. But like you know, Caron came I mean, back I in Lost Galaxy. I think literally only would change Tommy is that Zordon's back. there sometimes. Like yeah. yeah. It wouldn't like they. They still have to adapt the Sentai they have, and it would sometimes yeah, like, they would stick close to it. You probably wouldn't not. get stuff like SPD or RPM where they had a very self-contained like background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That took place in the future and stuff. Yeah. Like maybe like they would have kept the same cast for in space. For a couple more Lost years, Galaxy, each, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And it would it would slowly change over time, like it did before. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. 
I'm but sorry, this is kind of that a boring much, answer. But. Honestly, yeah, I think honestly, the only thing that would change anything would be if Disney never got involved because I think there were some tonal shifts there. But that's about it. Yeah, well, they they started they they started doing it more on the cheap, I guess, and they moved to New Zealand around that time, and it's. I guess that was a change. They they would have kept producing in the U.S. Maybe. Well, and the other thing is the show might have died at that point because I don't know if Saban. Also, could have that, that yeah, up on Saban their own. sold it to Disney because they weren't making a profit off of it anymore, and Disney was trying to like cut costs and do economies of scale and stuff, and that's how they kept it going this whole time. That's a fun answer, right? I, I'm glad you all enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know what else to say. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. Just a couple more questions left. Kane asks, which of Zed's gang would most likely would be most likely to have a John Marston style redemption arc, leaving their criminal past behind them and trying to retire and maintain a quiet, modest family homestead, Goldar. only to Goldar. be forced back into a life of violence by the Rangers, Goldar. who will only grant a pardon if they help bring in Zed's old crew. And why is it definitely golden? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, mean, I don't know. Let me make it. I mean, I think Babu might have a case here. I can't imagine Babu engaging in any kind of violence ever. Actually, you, no, know, you know what? No, you know what? Finster. Actually, yeah. No, Luke makes a good point. Finster. We've made yeah. sort of jokes about Finster, like trying to go yeah. legit and like share his right. monster making skills with the world. And yeah. No, it would definitely be Finster. Yeah, but Goldar's more fun. Goldar would be a fun arc, just then, like, he gets so fu- fed up with Zed and Rita always, like, one, having the worst plans, and two, shitting on him, that he's like, fuck it, I'm gonna go join the other team. But he's so bad at being a good guy that he eventually just, just goes independent as a bad guy. Right, right, right. But whereas Finster just wants to have, like, his own little ceramic shop in some little corner of the world that no one knows where he is. Right. So you're saying Finster's gonna get brought back yeah. and have to take out the team. How would he take out, like... The rest of the moon crew, would you just make monsters? Yeah, absolutely. Can you yeah, do that? Overwhelm them with numbers. He would make a monster. You know what? He'd make a monster of himself to then infiltrate them and take them apart from the inside. Yeah. It would be like a scanner darkly, but with Finster. But his, his monster manic <laughs> is on the moon, though. Well, he could rebuild it. He's a smart guy. Mm. The, the, um, the comics, at least, which I know aren't super canon, but. Um, like they they try to make everything they do work within the framework of what the show's done. Sure. Um establishes I don't really like what they established for Finster, but um what they established that he was creating monsters on his own before he got recruited by Rita. Like Oh sure, he was a yeah. Like he was yeah, he I don't think he's needs the monster matic. It's just a good way to mass produce. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, final question, and this is from recent guest and my arch nemesis, Greg. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Okay, I thought Zach was your arch nemesis. No, no, Zach yeah. was just no, somebody who was, was on his revenge wanted... list. Wait, so oh, yeah, yeah. That's Wait, so was Greg, Greg, the one who's compelling you to be here? Well, no, I didn't say that. Uh, no, I, I, I know, said, that's why I'm asking. Said, yeah. No. Okay. Greg, Greg is just my arch nemesis. I'm sorry, are you saying Greg or Greg? Greg. Greg. We had to give him... Yeah, we had to rename him to establish the difference between him and Greg, who is oh. a member of this network. So, okay. All right. Well, in any, in any case, that scoundrel Greg mm-hmm. asks, who do you think each Power Ranger would have voted for in the 1880 election between Winfield Hancock or James Garfield? 
Rocky would vote for somebody named Garfield, and that's the only yes. contribution I have. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Was that he voted? He's going to vote for Garfield because like, that's like the cat. Yeah. The that's cat the only exist. thing I can yeah. add to this question. The cat didn't exist, and people are like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> are you are you implying Garfield isn't eternal? Well, it is, but it's like well, not in, that it's, particular. It's Garfield. only in the subconscious for Rocco at that point. That's why he's like, oh, like the cat, and then like, people are Jim, like, like the only reason that comic strip exists is Jim Davis was for a moment able to tap into a like broad, like deep cultural memory of all of humanity of the Garfield, <laughs> and <laughs> the only way he could harness the horrific visions he witnessed within was a highly syndicated newspaper comic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. That's Sounds about right. Is that what we're going with for everybody, or is that just that's, Rocky? I said, no, that's that's sure. all I got to give for this question. So yeah, listen, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know anything about the presidential candidates. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what either <laughs> yeah, of those. I'm sorry, Greg. Among us. You know, well, Jim and I, you seem like you'd be the most likely of any of us to know any of the policies of James Garfield. Well, that's true. Here, I almost said thing. Andrew Garfield, but that's an actor. <laughs> no, that's not right at all. Uh-huh. That's His policy was to be Spider-Man. <laughs> Well, what I was actually about to say about the election of 1880, you know how usually people will say, oh, well, there's no real difference between the candidates when it comes right down to it, but mm. usually they're wrong? Yeah. Uh-huh. 1880, not so much. Sure. <laughs> you could basically could have flipped a coin. I'm looking. I'm, oh, I typed in James Candidate without thinking. Hi, I'm ready for president. I'm James Candidate. <laughs> James Candidate. <laughs> Let me be your candidate. Candidate for president. Yeah. It's, it's people who are trying to be James. They're candidates to be James. Because literally the only <laughs> things I know about Garfield are that he served two non-consecutive terms and he got uh-huh. assassinated. Yep, that's about right. Those. The thing about James Candidate, if he wins, does he need to change his name? <laughs> James President. James President. Well, it becomes James Incumbent first. Right. There's a lot of paperwork involved. <laughs> well, in any case. Hold on, I'm still I reading about, about James Garfield. That we, uh, that we mosey yep. on. Yeah, I think that think? time was like four hours <laughs> ago. Well, all right. I don't think Let's see if anybody has anything we'll they want to so plug. That, that, I don't know. I can't you learn can about James Garfield. There's something about civil service reform in here. Maybe it sounds something with the post office. I don't know. Uh, anyway, I'm on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. I do a bunch of podcasts. I'm on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck and Cosmic Call, which is coming back. It will have already come back by the time you're listening to this. Uh, the Home for Infinite Losers, uh, Totally Reprise. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. Go check it all out. Uh, AudioEntropy.com. All right, Joel. I guess, yeah, um, go to audioentry.com. That's where anything I do shows up. Um, I do a Let's Play of Persona 5 with uh, our former co-host. I guess I did. I He might be dead now, so that might be done now. But we're doing well, a Persona well, 5. he's not good. dead. I'll tell you that much. Maybe? That might not be good. Um, Depends on what state he's in. But, yeah, um, I think, yeah we'll I'm play pretty Persona sure he's in North Carolina. Together. It's fun. Uh Oh, wait, no, no, he's in South, South Carolina. Carolina. I got yeah. joke, but I forgot what state Zach lived in. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but, yeah, um, they're the same Carolina, really, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, check that out. Um, we don't have it on our Audio Entropy video uh, channel, at least at the moment, because there were some questions about Atlas and... Yeah, I think it's time to... To import that stuff, right? Yeah, I'm thinking of moving it over. Uh, I might, we might have done that by then because it's clearly not going to be an issue. Um, yeah, check that out. Uh, 
follow the Teenagers Attitude Twitter if you want to know when new episodes are. We post about it there for some reason. Um, and also check out uh, twitch.tv slash video entropy. Luke usually plugs that. Um, and the oh, yeah, yeah. Um, youtube.com slash audio entropy, which is where we archive all that stuff. Um, yeah. We also produce other video content like Julie Makes the Grade, where uh, I hang out with our uh, friend Julie while she mills Gumpla. And uh, by the time you're watching this, I'm hoping to have at least the first episode up of a uh, new Let's Play featuring myself yeah. and cool. Emily uh, playing Deus Ex Human Revolution. <laughs> it's, called, it's called We Asked for This. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been a lot of fun right. so far. Yeah, I can't wait to do it again. Okay. Well, see you. Uh, I don't have anything to plug. No, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's too busy. I mean, he, I mean, he's he's busy with his family. I, I can have, imagine yeah, he doesn't I, want to plug have, that on air. Yep, I have a job in. Well, all right, Emily. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at this is Emeralds and my art blog dangerchair.tumblr.com. Uh, and also, I'm on War and Beast on this network, and I do the podcast in pursuit of passions, which um. Should have a new episode up at this month at some point since I edited it. <laughs> All right. And Ryan. Um, I'm at Replace with Y on Twitter, but the I and the with is a Y instead. You see, see what I did there? Anyway, that's, that's all I do. <laughs> you know, I just well, now right. got the joke of that handle. Are you kidding? Okay. <laughs> I always read it as Replace Withy, so yeah. <laughs> Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, I can All do right, that. and that, that just leaves Jebediah. And mm-hmm. if you whisper my name, but onto the wind, and you are pure of heart, oh, I will oh. appear before oh. you. Oh. I'm not going to do that. Good. Well, I'm not first pure of heart, so I thank can't. God, my heart is not pure. I wouldn't want to accidentally like summon you again. Well, that that's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's so- sorry, Jebediah. No, well, I, mean, I mean, like, like accidentally, because it would be like it would be like that awkward thing where it's like, well, uh, uh, sorry, I was, I butt dialed you. <laughs> yeah, accidentally no, no, said, do, do you casually Jedi. whisper names to the wind? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're a very strange man, Joel. Like when you're real drunk, you walk out and you, and then poof, there you are. <laughs> well, in any case. For uh, cowpokes with gumption, I have what? been Jebediah. I've been Luke. I think I'm Joel, but I don't know anymore. I've been Simo this whole time. I've been Emily. I've been Ryan. Jebediah, do you have and a sign the... <laughs> Well, I was about to before <laughs> I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> Happy trails. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Let's see what Mike's doing. Let's all get him in a bit. Fuck this show. Matt's not here to say it, so just let me real quick. Fuck this show. gonna be moseying on out of here, but I bet y'all still have lots of questions about me. Well, the truth is... And that's how I ended up hosting this here episode.